the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app as well. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show. Thank you for tuning in. Some sunshine today, some clouds mixed in. Clearing up tonight, low down to 26. Nice weekend ahead. Some sunshine tomorrow, 51 the high. Also 51 or so on Sunday, but a little more cloud, uh, clouds in the forecast and a shower or two possible the second part of Sunday. Flyers lost 3-2 in overtime last night to Minnesota. They're at Winnipeg tomorrow evening at 7. Sixers home against Denver tomorrow afternoon at 3. And, of course, Sunday afternoon, the Eagles are home against San Francisco, taking on the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. Should they win, they will head to the Super Bowl. Jordan Davis talking about how it feels to be a rookie and uh, seeing all this playoff football happening. It's pretty cool. It's an experience. You know, I'm a rookie still. I'm still trying to learn everything, and uh, I still haven't learned everything. But at the end of the day, you know, we take it day by day. And even at the game, you know, last week, I was like, just remember to, like, you know, sit down and breathe, take it all in. Because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people play their whole careers and not go to a playoff game or go through like you know seven years since the last playoff game they played and it's just one of those things you kind of gotta you know gotta be grateful for you can't take for granted because you know every opportunity that we have now until now until we the end of the season it's important and it means a lot and just to be able to do it as a rookie year i'm sure all the rookies getting tested is that it's a beautiful thing you know reed's coming from middle tennessee you know he didn't have an opportunity to play on the granite stage but this is his opportunity now and i'm sure that you know other guys can attest to that so i'm just it's just grateful just gratitude that's jordan davis of the eagles from the eagles YouTube channel from the Eagles' own website, PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Head coach Nick Sirianni asked the super stale question about the fact that the, the once upon a time before anybody was even around, there was somebody apparently who threw a snowball at Santa Claus, and he responded to that and really went in more into much more important matters about the passion of Eagles football fans. I think that Santa Claus snowball thing was like in 79. All right, but I know it's still talked about. Right, when was it? Okay, it was 68. All right, 1968. But it's so important to us. It's so important to us. Our crowd uh, inspires us. Our crowd makes it difficult for the opposing team um, with how much communication that has to happen in this in this great game. And they're hostile. They are hostile, you know. And I knew that as being an opposing coach that coming here, how you know how intimidating it can be. And so they, they'll make they'll make life difficult. There's no doubt for this team that, that's coming in here because of you know who they are as fans, and and it's going to be loud. We'll feed off that, and it's going to be energetic. Energetic, and it's going to be everything that I've ever seen on TV as far as the NFC Championship game that happened uh, a couple years ago here. You know, obviously, we get to live it every week here that we're home of how important the crowd is to us and how important our fans are to us. But I, it will even be, you know, even though we as 
coaches and as players take it one game at a time and don't treat any game differently i know that's not always the case with fans and they don't have to they don't have to they don't have to be like a coach and they don't have to be like a player uh where we take every game and treat it the exact same they can get a little more amped up because of the stakes at this game right and and they are going to be a little bit more amped up and i say welcome welcome i welcome that and 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 be as loud as they possibly can be and be as energetic and and it's going to be great it's going to be a great atmosphere I love that head coach Nick Sirianni of the Eagles and his perspective and just, yeah, fans, go for it. You don't have to worry about what we worry about. Uh, by the way, 1968, when the snowball was thrown, that's when I was about the time I was being born. So that's how old that story and storyline is. When you go down, we talked about this earlier when, uh, during a couple of our guests this week. I know when I would cover the Phillies and the Flyers and the Eagles, and I, you try and think of questions that don't get asked all the time uh, because they, you get tired of answering them. In Nick Sirianni's case, he very graciously was able to like absorb that and then move along in a different direction with it. Uh, Miles Sanders, by the way, of the Eagles also talked about uh, you know getting ready for this playoff game and if there's any more level of difficulty getting ready for a big game like this against the 49ers. Not at all. It's not hard, really. It's not. It's, every game is important. I mean, we approach every game just like that. Every game is important. The next game is important because it's the next game, you know. Yes, there's a lot of state, but if you just keep it simple and just just live in the moment and, you know, just be where your feet are, uh, everything should take care of yourself. Victoria, be where your feet are. Remember that. Yeah. Of course, you have your feet up on the console half the time, so that's a little difficult. Sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's comfortable. Yeah. Okay. So anyhow, no, you're more than welcome to make yourself comfortable. <laughs> I've never done my show with my feet up. I will tell you, I have worked in radio before where there there were no chairs and you stood. Oh, really? To run the show. And wow. it kind of keeps you literally on your feet. Feet get tired, though. There is that. Then you get a comfortable mat or something like that. So, uh, yeah. How are you doing today? All right? I'm doing great. Yeah? It's Friday. Have I'm it, always happy on Fridays. You made your plans yet for the game on Sunday? I have not. They're still up in the air, but there, will be, like there will be options. Okay. I, I just don't, haven't decided. You're keeping your game yeah. time decision? Yeah. Sometimes, honestly, Tim, I enjoy just watching it at home by myself. I do, too. Rather than people screaming, making me nervous, getting up, pacing, yelling at the TV. I like to be alone sometimes, well, so I'm just deciding. At least if they're engaged in the game. But I'll be around people who are talking about everything but the game. Like, right. look, if you want to talk about that, it's all fine. You go down <laughs> like six rooms away from <laughs> yeah, here right. and then talk it up and uh, right. come back later. Right. I, I actually like to listen to the announcers. Mm-hmm. They've studied. I mean, think about it. Whoever's announcing. Depends they, who they are. Well, but even though they've prepped a ton. So they, they know a lot more than I do. As long as they're not hostile to the Eagles, like some are. They're uh, very biased. I like I like them I mean. all. I like Chris Collinsworth. If he's, I do too. You know, I like Chris. Some people don't like him. He sounds like one of our elders at our church. Right. And then completely unrelated note that no one would know except for me. But anyhow, maybe I'll have my elder on and see if he can play. Like, is it Chris or is it Scott? Anyway, that said, we actually have uh, special guest Pastor Cedric Brown joining us in studio today. He's from Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey has the program Commitment to Truth, uh, Saturday mornings at 9 on WFIL. He's been on with us a number of times over the last few years. He played for the Eagles for several seasons, and uh, he is also joining hands with Pastor Jonathan Leith from Converge Church in Morristown, New Jersey, and Pastor Jamie Kupschalk from Ashland Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, as part of the South Jersey Philly Metro Prayer Gathering this coming uh, Tuesday night at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. So we're going to have them in to talk about that event may slip in a question or two or think about football for fun. Uh, and then we also have our, our Now that Punny segment on the back end of the program. And by the way, our preborn scoreboard continuing to trend northward, which is good. 211 ultrasounds now. Need to get to 500 by Tuesday at midnight. Can you uh, play a role in that? $28 covers one. 
One, do uh, two for $56, five for $140. It all adds up, makes a big difference at 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229 or at WFIL.com. We're going to try and get an update, at least one over the weekend from Preborn so we can move that number northward. It's not like a running scoreboard. It's something we have to wait for information from the ministry, but we'll get that uh, on our site as best we can. And know that you do make a difference. Even if it's simply one ultrasound for $28, you're trying to help provide the opportunity for a pregnant girl or woman to see her baby and hear her baby's heartbeat. It's amazing work. It's simple work. It's powerful, effective. It's gentle. There's a lot right about it during this month, January being Sanctity of Human Life Month. We are pro-life year-round, but this is one way to do it. And we've worked with Preborn for four or five, six years now, whatever it is. Every year, hundreds of ultrasounds have been brought together by the WFIL listening family. Thanks to all who have helped out. Let's keep it moving forward at 833-850-BABY or WFIL.com. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, it's the Tim DeMoss Show. Today, three for the price of, well, whatever it took to get you guys here. You guys have your Duncan. Yep. Two out of three. Jamie doesn't have Duncan, and he and I are bonding already because I don't have Duncan either. Wow. How about that? Pastor Cedric Brown, Pastor Jonathan Leith, and Pastor Jamie Cupshaw. Is that how you say the last name? That's correct. As it's pronounced. Okay, very good. Get ready for next week's South Jersey uh, Metro Philly Prayer Gathering. Yes. How you feeling? It's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be a great time fellowship. Looking forward to it. That's good. Amen. Let's yeah. talk about it right out of the shoot, and then we can do some other stuff too. Yes. yes. The wins and where's and why? Why? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe the why. <laughs> yeah. We need it, right? We're right. commanded to do it, and great opportunity to bring the entire body of Christ uh, together as one, and. Um, it's going to be again on the 31st, last Tuesday of January. Yeah. And it's going to be the first of four, actually. The goal is to have four this year. January, I think the next is in May, um, July, and also in October. Yeah. And again, just to get the body of Christ together and, and see what he does. He does wonderful things when the church is unified. You're just uh, joining us here. Pastor Cedric Brown, you'll know that voice, mm-hmm. certainly from the Commitment to Truth program, mm-hmm. Saturday mornings on WFIL, a commitment church in Lindenwald, New Jersey. You've joined us before, too, yeah. obviously talking about the program, but just in general, different yeah. topics. Mm-hmm. And parenthetically, of course, we have a big game this weekend, and you yeah. played for the team that's <laughs> playing this weekend. Yes. So the, the, in terms of the Eagles game and all that. So we've had you on uh, about those things. And Jonathan, you actually joined us about this time last year. Right, right, right. I remember right? We, uh, we, you and I had a chance to talk, and uh, yeah. I was doing some radio spots, actually, for Discover Hope Today, which was... Uh, 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 which was a, a, a broadcast. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. And, and years ago, back 2008, I actually had a program on this station. Wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. A little but, retro uh, thing. Yeah, it is. You know, but 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 Cedric and I, he reached out to me and told me about this. You know, the thing that just I love, Second Corinthians seven, uh, seven Chronicles seven fourteen. You know, if my people who are called by my name yeah. would humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, the 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 appeal for that for that scripture uh, to me is that. 
it's the church that God is calling to come and pray. Mm-hmm. It's not everybody else, not the world. I can't expect the world to do what the church should do. So uh, that is uh, an imperative for the church to come together to pray because our nation needs it. And I think, you know, these are excellent times for us to pray. Amen. Amen. It's Amen. this coming Tuesday, the 31st, 7 o'clock at the Scottish Rite. Uh, right? Um in it's right on the Black Court. Yep, Collingswood on the Whitehurst Pike. Yeah, yeah, minutes across the both the bridges, bridges, main bridges. Yes. Easy to get to, and but to your point, Jonathan, too. Also, it's all are welcome. Kids Absolutely. are welcome. Yeah, kids are welcome. Absolutely. If right. you look at the scriptures, he didn't exclude children either. Quite the opposite. So, <laughs> <laughs> right. Be careful. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a great one of the byproducts. I would think is obviously you're teaching your children well from a young age. Amen. Can you imagine? Your children seeing a thousand people pray because that's what the auditorium sits and are maybe nine hundred ninety nine with that one child. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. that's right. Uh, just crying out to the Lord, humbling themselves. I mean, it it will be transformational in a child's life. Mm-hmm. That's great. If you're just tuning in, Pastor Cedric Brown, Commitment Church, Lindenwald, New Jersey. Our guest today with Pastor Jonathan Leith, Converge Church in Morristown, New Jersey, and Pastor Jamie Cupshock from Ashland Church in Voorhees, New Jersey. How do you guys know each other? Yeah, I guess I'm the linchpin, right? Or you are. You are. The cog in the yeah. wheel. So yeah, Jamie definitely. and I, we've known each other sucks. We've been meeting for 20. I think it's 20 years close now. Close to 20 yeah. years together. Really? With a group of pastors. Mm-hmm. And then Jonathan and I met about what feels like 10 years ago. Yeah, so it's been, been I spoke been a at a men's conference, and he and his guys were there. And then we continued our relationship. And even there's another group of pastors that I meet with as well that he's a part of. So there's like two groups of pastors that I meet yeah. with frequently that that the relationship uh, have kind of started. Well, and yeah. again, we're here talking about the South Jersey Philly Metro Prayer Gathering Tuesday the 31st at 7 at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. And the idea that I love it when churches come together, Amen. right? And that's what you're doing. Yes. It's not right. yeah. just well, one it, person's church and you, this you, is right. our thing. Well, Tim, let me tell you, the thing <laughs> I love about it is it's all God's people, regardless of your ethnicity, coming together to pray. And the thing I love about Cedric is that Cedric, um, he, he connects with everybody. And, and that's what connected me to him is because we connect with everybody. And I think once the church realizes that these walls that we've built up really uh, are the things that we need to tear down because prayer can tear that down, um, then John 17 can come to life. Jesus yeah. said, Lord, I'm praying that they be one as, as you and I are one. And yeah. then the world will know that God sent Jesus. I think these prayer gatherings mm-hmm. simply testify to the fact that God sent Jesus, and then those looking on the outside will have no excuse Amen. but to say, "Lord, you're real." Amen. And so Amen. that's 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 what I love about this. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. I think the uh, just thinking of you know the things that Jesus said when he was with us. I mean, in in uh, John 13, he says, and in 14, when he's with his disciples in those last times, and he's expressing to them his. Uh, what what he wants him to know before he goes back to be with the Father, mm-hmm. and one of those is you're not going to be alone. But the other is 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 for them to love one another even as he has loved them, mm-hmm. and to follow his example. And and so much of that happens when we come together, and it can't happen unless we are together. And yeah. so God has called the church to be together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's called us to to not look at the uh, the, the barriers and boundaries that that uh, the the world tries to place around us. And and there's something – I've always felt that there was something incredibly special about the fact that God actually invites us uh, into his work. Mm-hmm. 
And and part of that mm-hmm. inviting, and maybe a huge part of that inviting into his work is to join together in prayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, God works, and he hears in the prayers mm-hmm. of his people. Amen. And it is a blessing Amen. to be a part of it. And, and, and it's the church, not mm-hmm. a church, right? Yeah. And that's the goal, is to bring the church together that she may be whom she's called to be Amen. and created to be. So, so therefore, there's no name of a church that's attached to this, because there's going to be even more pastors than the three of us that are going to be there with, uh, quote, their church, yeah. but is ultimately coming together as the church that um, must be presented uh, without spot or blemish. And mm-hmm. I believe prayer is one of those tools that God has given us to to clean ourselves from the inside out and to I always like to say prayers that one of the other tools to are the tool besides of course the power of the Holy Spirit authority of his word but to allow the word in our head to translate in our hearts which causes mm-hmm. transformation that's good because you can't yeah. remain the same in the presence of God you just can't it was that way in the old testament it's still the day you, in the presence of God a part of you is going to die and I think maybe that's yeah. that's that's a part of um, right. maybe even the avoidance, you know, uh, subconsciously we may have is I could be doing something else, but hearing the still small voice of a holy God. Yeah. And uh, and the hope is that we do do this and our model of prayer will we'll use the Lord's prayer. So we're going to be praying through the Lord's yeah. prayer. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about the format. Yeah. If you're just joining us now, uh, it's the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL in Philadelphia. Pastor Cedric Brown, just speaking there, Commitment Church in Lindenwall, New Jersey. Also the program uh, Commitment to Truth on Saturday mornings on WFIL. Uh, it's uh, nine, uh, 8 o'clock. I'm trying to remember. Uh, nine, 9, o'clock, 9, o'clock, 9 o'clock. That's right. 9 o'clock uh, Saturday mornings. Also, but right before that, uh, Pastor Jamie Cupshalk from Ashland Church in Voorhees was commenting. And, of course, Jonathan Leith has been chatting with us, too, from Converge Church in Moorestown. All part of the South Jersey Philly Metro Prayer Gathering this coming Tuesday, the 31st at 7 at the Scottish Rite Auditorium, 315 Whitehorse Pike in Collingswood, just a few minutes from the Ben Franklin and Walt Whitman Bridges. SJMP714.com has all the info on this one, plus the ones you are referencing, uh, Cedric, about, I think, May, October, yeah, and yeah. July. There's an outdoor one. Exactly, yeah. So July, so May will be at the Scottish Rite. July, the goal will be outdoor somewhere. We don't know where. Okay. <laughs> and Maybe a mountaintop somewhere. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then in October, back at the Scottish Rite. And they're all Tuesdays, I checked. Yes, all Do Tuesdays. pastors... Like pray more on Tuesdays? Is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think that is the, the official pastor prayer day. Is it? Because on Monday, we're sitting there contemplating our life, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It is, it's interesting because we have a pastor, you know, and as you know, Cedric, we have a pastor's appreciation breakfast yes. every year. And we we are studying like, so I wonder what a pa- day in the life of a pastor is. Like yeah. is Wednesdays are horrible or Thursdays are best or what, what time of day? And do they like morning versus lunchtime? Like there's all these yeah. things we think about. What's it like? What's most likely to encourage them to be part of that? Again, sjmp714.com for this coming Tuesday's event. There's something very healthy also about this. Oh, no, so I'm going to come back to that. But you were starting to talk about the format, so to yes. speak, of the night. So go yes. ahead with that. Yeah, so the format, um, there's going to be multiple uh, pastors and leaders uh, from multiple churches uh, that will be praying, but uh, and it'll be praying about six week sections off the Lord's prayer in six sections. Okay, and we will allow the those who are in the the congregation or the audience they'll be praying the portion, and they will have a, a leader kind of seal the seal that portion, 
themselves, however God leads them to pray. So they've been assigned, and as, and the hope is to even have some people pray in their native tongue as well. Hmm. So I have a brother that Jamie and I know, uh, Emmanuel, he's going to be yes. praying in Greek. You know, oh, really? so that's going to be sweet. Yeah. And some other brothers from uh, India and Asia area. I love the that. goal is to allow them, and, and of course, in Espanol, and, and just allow the church to be the church and really exemplify who we are uh, because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. So simple format is nothing outlandish. We're just going to pray through the Lord's Prayer, apply it to our lives, yeah. right? Apply it to our families, apply it to the local church, apply it to our communities, apply it to... Our, our region right. and just matriculate outward uh, to the world. Yeah, I know. In the folks who have been listening in, they may have heard the announcements uh, leading up to it. And yeah. you rattle off a number of things there: marriages and business yeah, owners, absolutely. all that. Is yes. there? Do you have it kind of mapped out? A certain absolutely, way? sure do. For, yes, okay, absolutely. We're gonna again each section would drill down, you know, further into some of those areas as far as family, youth, business. There's gonna be a portion that. Yeah. Yes, we're going to be praying for people's businesses, their organizations, because that's a part of who we are, man. And we have yeah. to carry the cross of Jesus Christ at work, you know, in our personal business, you know, in not only in the physical church, yeah. but we must be the church wherever we go. Well, and to your point, too, uh, something people may remember from the times you've been on and also last about a year ago when Jonathan was on, you know, you have – business world experience mm -hmm. so you have sensitivity <laughs> yeah. certainly to what those folks are going to just remind folks a little bit about you've done yeah. business-wise mm -hmm. uh you you know, well i'll go uh i actually have an organization called leith and associates our uh, leadership development company right uh and we uh, work with organizations nonprofits, uh really trying to get them to sort of sync their message if they are trying to get funding we help them establish you know the the proper paperwork and all that stuff but um that's that's one aspect of it um, but the, the fact that as a business owner, uh, God has called you to the kingdom uh, to use your resources to advance his kingdom. And so uh, we've done that. Um, I've actually uh, sort of worked with um, you know other churches and organizations, really trying to get them aligned with their kingdom vision first, because I kind of believe that wherever there's a, a good vision, there's provision. So um, hmm. do that. Um, and uh, one of the, the big things I'm working on now is I'm actually completing my doctorate in strategic leadership, which uh, I think uh, a lot of us need. So Yeah. Uh, and you wrote a book, too. Right? I, I mean, did, you only lead yeah, one, YOLO. I did. Okay. I was thinking of, you remember that book. I remember YOLO because I think of Rolo because I like the candy. That's <laughs> it. That's it. So so I wrote a book I'm called – I'm a food-driven guy in case you hey, hadn't noticed. Well, you know what? I said uh, – <laughs> If your book titles are tied to food, I'll remember all of them. Okay. So my next one will have to rhyme with some Mac type of or hoagie or – filet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> spaghetti. So the book's called YOLO, You Only Lead One, Eight Principles for Leading Yourself Before yeah. You Lead Others. Um, and uh, if people want to get the book, go to JonathanLeith.com. You can uh, find uh, more about me in, in the book. But it really was to speak to the need of leadership in our community, in our world, in our in our state. And so um, that that's what I wrote that for. But uh, but I love bringing people together. And so this prayer, mm -hmm. uh, I think one of the things is people don't realize that prayer is something that we all can do. Uh, and it's communication with God. But God wants us to come to him in prayer. Amen. Whether you're a housewife or you're a college student or you're a business owner or you're a volunteer at a local church. Like you have access to God and God wants to be involved with your life. 
Amen. Amen. Cedric, I know you were also in the hotel industry, was it? Or what, yeah. what our business management and stuff yeah, like that so for a while? Hotel and restaurant management, actually managed the Among other things. Yeah. Convention service department, Cherry Hill Hyatt. Yeah. Manager Roy Rogers, remember those? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, they, are they still around? At some rest stops. Select- still, yeah, at some restaurants. Wow. Rest stops. And then most, the most of my business career was in executive management with Alcoa. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, then, you know, sports and everything. But, so you know how important it is yeah. to pray and yeah. be a man of – I mean, you love you need the Lord yeah. in those environments yeah. too. And I, I mean, I want to put Jamie, Jamie on the mic because he's yeah. quiet here. But share with your back, what yeah, your Jamie. background is. Yeah, I, well, I had uh, originally had uh, worked as an engineer uh, for for the actually for the Navy. I was a civilian at the time, and and uh, but also but worked worked with them. We uh, we basically if it, if it didn't float or fly, we designed and built it for the Navy. Hmm. Uh, and then <laughs> wow. the Lord used uh, that. I went I went down to Florida to go to seminary. The Lord I had with a family. And the Lord used that in our life to help provide. I worked for consulting firms down there while I was going through yeah. seminary. So, yeah. yeah. So, so the, now the beauty in this, right, is I think um, one of the uh, needs of pastoral leadership is mm-hmm. to feel how the people you le- you lead by God's grace feel the tension of mm-hmm. working a real job, caring for your family. And in the tension of how do I serve in my local church? Yeah. Right. And I, and I think what you see here as well is three guys who've, who've lived that tension, right? But then also see the value of, okay, even in the midst of your busy day, it's probably wise for you to slow down, mm-hmm. seek the face of God. So you can continue on as that, that godly man after God's own heart, loving your wife as Christ loved the church, right? And, Raising your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord, and not provoking them to anger. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know, so I, I think that's the beauty that we do have as lead pastors now, and and leading God's church as under shepherds is, is that that's the realism of people's lives, man. That you're you're preaching to every Sunday, you want to get involved and things like that. You want them to pray, but they they have a lot of other responsibilities, but yet. Still commanded to be a house of prayer. Yeah. Still commanded to seek the face of the Lord. Well, and that's why I want to definitely bring that out, the fact mm-hmm. that you each have those backgrounds, yeah. so that folks coming, uh, if you're tuning in, that Pastor Cedric Brown, you're hearing right there, Commitment Church in Lindenwald, New Jersey, also the program uh, Commitment to Truth, Saturday Saturday mornings at 9 on WFIL. Uh, prior to that, Jamie Cupshalk from Ashland Church in Voorhees, New Jersey, and Pastor Jonathan Lee from Converge Church in Morristown all have some kind of a everyday business life world experience and that helps probably helps you all as pastors but that's one aspect of the prayer gathering that we're talking about for this coming Tuesday the 31st the South Jersey Philly Metro prayer gathering at the Scottish Rite Auditorium uh, 315 Whitehorse Pike in Collingswood New Jersey for info it's sjmp714.com uh, just and give a little other color too, if you would, for a second for that night this Tuesday. It's a free event. We should make absolutely, sure absolutely free. People know that we do encourage everyone if they can register, so we know who's coming. Yes, that helps. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, that yeah, that'll be that quite be. encouraging to know that people are coming. <laughs> yes, yeah, in advance. So go to the website again to to register, which again is uh, SJ South Jersey MP Metro Philly seven one four, which is the Second Chronicles seven one four dot com. Okay, so. So the the address makes sense, hopefully. Absolutely. So there's that. uh, But the other part about uh, the other part of the evening, as far as there being... 
worship or anything yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, thank you. So so we'll take care of some housekeeping notes up front because we do have some wonderful sponsors that are helping us, yeah. like you all. Yeah, you know, sure. And even yeah. just giving us this time to, to share what's going on. Uh, but after that, man, we're going in to worship and prayer the whole night. And, and, and again, praying through the six sections that we define in the Lord's Prayer. And so we'll pray, worship, pray, worship, pray, worship the entire night. That's yeah. great. And we're trying to leave some space at the end for fellowship at, as you're exiting to just connect with other people, other churches uh, throughout this area. Amen. How's it been planning so far? Well, you know, uh, it's been fun. To some degree, <laughs> meaning that yeah. just seeing God just work out everything. And even as I'm calling pastors personally to give them invites, just how they're responding, that yeah. this is what it's in their hearts and in their desire to do the same. Some are able to hop on board quickly. Some are saying, hey, I can't do it this time, but I'll, I'll lock it in the next time. Uh, because they're doing some other things in their church, which I get. Yeah, um, sure. So good f- feedback. You, matter of fact, uh, I text one of my former teammates to invite him. Yeah. He responded last night, and he says, man, this is so good. We're going to try to make it, my wife and I. And you know what he says? My wife always asks, why can't the church get together more often? Isn't that great? Wow. And that's what I was saying a little bit earlier. There's something very healthy about this. Yeah. Because it's really a foretaste of what's to come. Mm -hmm. And even if it's not something that happens as often as it would be good to happen, Mm -hmm. you know it's the heart of God. I say this to people who are having uh, conflict with each other, just anybody, two believers who are having – like, well, when you get to heaven, it's not like you're like, I'll go over here and you stay over there. And heaven will be big enough for all of us and still not like each other, but we'll be in different parts of heaven. (laughs) No, come Uh, on. (laughs) Get get it right from now. Work it through from now. Yeah. But to, but even on the positive side, th- th- think about what heaven's going to be like. It's not just going to be yeah. one kind of person, yeah. one kind of yeah. age range right. or anything. Let, let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth Amen. as it is in heaven. That's yeah. it. We're just This is just dress rehearsal for heaven, right? I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Communing with the Father, right? I mean, through the finished work of Jesus Christ, we were reconciled back to God. Reconciled, that word, super important, is the pre-edemic false state of man. When God walked in the cool of garden, and remember when Christ died on a cross, the veil of the temple yep. was torn. Yeah. Right. I mean, it was about three or four foot thick, torn for top. The beauty of yeah. of, of, of the words <laughs> in the Bible, Bible right. top down. Yes. You could just imagine just God just like <laughs> ripping it himself, right? Correct. He's the only one holy enough to do so, right? right. Yes. Ripping it himself, giving us just free access into the, his presence any day at all time under any circumstances to be in the holies of holies with the holy god and and this night is just replicating that and or i, I like to say it, it's just it's taking it to a different stratosphere meaning because when you do get people who may disagree on some non-essentials right coming yeah. together and saying no no at the end of the day we all need to humble ourselves right. and pray and seek his face Amen. Yeah, and so it's going Amen. to be exciting. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's just coming Tuesday. Hey, Jamie, did you want? To- I was just going to say it, it's you know it's the family. I mean, getting together. Mm. I mean, I I, I feel true. like you know when when I'm together here, I'm here with with my brothers in Christ, and uh, we have brothers and sisters in Christ. And and so many times, I think when we are walking this walk in this world, we can at times feel like we're alone. Mm. Uh, and yeah. 
And there, there is something about when God's people gather together in fellowship and in prayer and in worship that we are encouraged together. And, and my sense is if you're, if you're somebody who's on the fence and you're thinking, well, I'm not sure if I want to do this or not, uh, you need to just come on out and, and just enjoy what God will do Amen. and what God is going to do in his people. Uh, he, he wants us to, to draw together in these yeah. ways, and, that's, and he's yeah. designed us for yeah. this. Yeah. And we've had so much time of, of, of being apart. It's mm-hmm. time to be together. It's time to love one another. It's time right. to pray with each other right. and to experience the presence of God his, and, and the power of the Spirit. And that happens when we are together. You know, and, I, yeah. Go ahead. Well, no, just to add to that, right? I mean, let's, let's, let's be real, right? <laughs> yeah. The last couple of, what, two or three years, man, oh, it's been, it's, it's been a <laughs> painful Mm-hmm. It's been sure. a painful time for the church, right? It's been painful to watch the church yeah. act out publicly. Sure. You know, and, and, and the, yeah. And, yeah. and, you know, and this is a sweet time to say, you know what? Let's all come together. Yeah. Let's be healed. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, as my parents used to make us do when we were mad at them, we used to make us hug each other and kiss and make up. Kiss and make up. You know, yeah. you know, this, you know what, what better time yeah. you know, to come together in the presence of God to kiss and make up yeah. and, and just be one as, as Jesus and the Father are one. And I, I, if you're just tuning in, that's Pastor Cedric Brown, uh, Commitment Church in Lindenwall, New Jersey. You'll also hear him Saturday mornings at 9 on WFIL with the Commitment to Truth program. Prior to that, uh, Pastor Jamie Kupschalk with Ashland Church in Voorhees, and Pastor Jonathan Leith is here, too, from Converge Church in Morristown. And something that, Jamie, had said a minute ago, I think is really true, even going to church, period. And you mentioned there, Cedric, I guess people, remote church and coming in and out. Uh, there are times it's easy to... Yeah, I'm sure uh, people are like, ah, I'm going to go today. I'll just watch online. Or, mm. And um, to be candid, my daughter came home from college a couple weeks ago to help us care for our daughter, Tori, who's disabled. My wife was visiting her parents in Brazil, and I needed some help, and she was willing to fly home. And uh, she was in for just like less than two days, and we barely – there's a lot going on. And so there was a temptation. I said, let's just stay home. You know, you, me, and the other two girls, and we'll just we'll watch online, and we'll be in our PJs, and we'll like we'll just have a nice morning together, worship the Lord. Getting our daughter Tori for church is a lot of work and all mm-hmm. that, which is true. Yeah. But but I said, you know, and I reminded them, and they agreed. Like when we go to church, it's not just we're going because of what we're going right. to experience, but other people miss us mm. when we're not there. Enough. And when we got there, um, there was a little seven year old girl who came up to me, her mom and dad sat next to me, who I knew by visual, but I didn't know them yet, and talked to them for a minute. They introduced themselves, and they, they introduced their seven-year-old, who then promptly walked up to me and gave me a big hug, unsolicited. Wow. Wow. And I just said, I told my daughters afterwards, I wouldn't have received that wow. simple yeah. love mm-hmm. from a seven-year-old child wow. if I was sitting at home. It would be mathematically yeah. impossible. It's, and what she taught me in her Big smile, just being introduced and hugged a stranger to me. That was that said as much as anything else that followed. Amen. You know, so t- to your point, when people show up, they might say, "I don't know anybody." At the mm-hmm. prayer gathering on Tuesday, yeah. I'll, I'll go with one person. I don't want to be alone. That's fine, but you are joining family. Amen. That's you, good. you get so, together. So you know, to uh, to Jamie's point, you know, if, if whoever's listening now, if you're saying, "Listen, I can." be the church all by myself at home. Uh, you know, I got access to as many preachers as I want to hear. Yeah. I can kind of go to church on Sunday online. I want to appeal to you. 
uh, this gathering is for you. You actually need it. You really do. So coming out, being a part of the body of Christ, being in fellowship again, uh, there's just so much that will take place. Um, but um, but it's, it's also going to encourage you to maybe encourage those around you to come out of your house and go back to your local church. See, the goal is for us to get people back in their churches yeah, right. because it's only when they come to their church can they sort of connect with others because they all have something mm-hmm. – to give and so uh, you experienced it. Um, I experienced it every Sunday, uh, and I think a lot of folks are asking, you know, "Can I come out? Is it going to be safe?" Uh, you know, uh, you know, with all the COVID stuff yeah. and the reper- the the uh, river re- the reverberations of yeah. all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this will be a safe place. If you want to wear a mask, yeah, wear a mask. Absolutely. If you, you know, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make it very comfortable for yeah. you. Sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I think it's. Uh, a great time for the church to come together. And, and you need uh, it, we, you know? We need it, man. Yeah. I preach mean, other. I, I like, you know, preaching. I don't know about you guys, but I preach better when there's, like, more people in the pews. <laughs> Is there something like that group dynamic that kicks <laughs> in? Oh, yeah. You know, that's I can't right. preach to Zoom, but I can preach to people. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's good to I'm, see a human face. I, yeah, it, it is. Need it. Yeah. Can I also add as well, just for the pastors who may be listening, there's no agenda. You follow me? In I was words, just thinking that. <laughs> I think even what Jonathan just said, we, we want, them, want them to get back to your to church. <laughs> back, yeah. You follow me? We're just trying to edify yeah. the body so they can be fueled to go back to their own local church. I love it's it. not about, oh, we're trying to cherry pick members. Listen, yeah. I always like to tell people there's enough sinners to go around <laughs> to fill everybody's church. <laughs> it's true. So there's no That's need true. for transplant growth and all that nonsense. If we're going about the father's business and Amen. going into all the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's enough people to come to know Jesus to fill all of our church, mm-hmm. our churches a hundred times over. So it's just really getting the body together, no agenda, no titles, but, but humbling ourselves under the mighty hand of God and, and see it. what he does in, in the life of his church. It's this coming Tuesday again. Uh, if you uh, want to find out more about the event, the South Jersey Philly Metro prayer gathering Tuesday, the 31st at seven, at the Scottish Rite Auditorium, 315 Whitehorse Pike in Collingswood. You can uh, find out more at SJ, as in South Jersey, MP, as in Metro Philly. Uh, or Philly, wait, yeah, Metro Philly. Metro Philly. Right, uh, 714.com. SJMP714.com. I'm going to say a short prayer right now. Okay. Is that good? Absolutely. Great. Lord, I just thank you for these three guys coming in and sharing their hearts about you, and I thank you for the heart behind this event coming up on Tuesday and pray that you would stir people up to go, not be afraid, or even if they are a little afraid, or what would I do to just show up and and have their hearts changed and a chance to worship you with other fellow members as, uh, as was said about the, just we're a family. And I think Jamie said that I I thank you for the different insights we've had this hour uh, together too. And, uh, again, thank you for the opportunity and thank you for the subsequent ones later this year. May those Mm -hmm. events also be, Birthed in prayer, born at a prayer, and continue on through prayer, too. Pray for wisdom and strength for Cedric and Jonathan and Jamie and those who are helping and get all this together. Uh, may it be a, a, a sweet fragrance to you as well. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. Amen. 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 P.S. Please help the Eagles win Sunday. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Go Birds! <laughs> 
Thanks for coming in, guys. No problem. Appreciate it. All right. Pastor Cedric Brown, Commitment Church, Lindenwald, New Jersey. Pastor Jonathan Leith, Converge Church in Morristown, New Jersey. Pastor Jamie Cupshock in Ashland Church in Voorhees, New Jersey. With the South Jersey Philly Metro Prayer Gathering this coming Tuesday, the 31st at 7 at the Scottish Rite Auditorium, 315 Whitehorse Bike in Collingswood, New Jersey. Details SJ uh, PM or MP. I had it here a second ago. SJMP714.com. Or PM. 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 SJMP.com. Yeah, that. Uh, right. So get yourself uh, get get yourself there. You can find out more, and we'll go from there. All right. Uh, we have our pun segment coming we need to get to. And we'll put it in the podcast, too, uh, so you can find out more about the event there in case you didn't uh, have your pen handy. Quick break. Come back with now. That's punny. Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. So if I turn the mic on, it works better. It's 446 in the Tim DeMoss Show. What are you laughing at? Uh, SJMP. South Jersey, Metro, Philly.com. Did I get that right? 714. I had it on my phone. I'm all confused. What are you doing over there? You're just humming? Find some time. You're humming to yourself. Yeah. That's fine. Singing while you find the right stuff. All right. Anyway, we got the pun segment coming up. That's the most important thing I can possibly think of, except for the ultrasounds. Right. And all that information, (laughs) right, will be included for people to look at in the podcast description. SJMP. South Jersey Metro Philly 714.com. SJMP 714.com. I got confused because when I wrote the title down, I have it backwards, but it'll be on our podcast. You can go to our homepage, WFL.com. We have podcasts there. You can help yourself too. For, I mean, we've had a lot of really cool guests. Video Dan Stevenson, the Phillies, join us earlier this week talking about Bedlam at the Bank, the Phillies 2022 yearbook. We've had Steve Armstrong from uh, New Life Live. We've had Dr. Robert Jefferson. Uh, Jefferson, we've had uh, uh, Dr. Robert Jeffress. We've had uh, evangelist Dr. Alvita C. King on the program and uh, Rabbi Schneider from Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Lots of wonderful guests, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. So scroll through, have some fun, check those podcasts out, and uh, and enjoy that. You can, of course, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Just type in Tim DeMoss Show uh, wherever you get that and subscribe automatically. All right, quick break, and then we're going to come back and get our pun segment rolling. The uh, preborn thing, by the way, if you want to help with an ultrasound, 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or on our home page at WFIL.com. Thanks to many people who have helped out. Brian in Newtown doing a flat $200 contribution. That's about seven or so ultrasounds. Regina in Philadelphia doing one. Maggie in Glenside doing five. Denise in Redding doing one. It all adds up. Uh, Sarah in Philly doing four. Thank you to all those folks and many others. 211 at the moment. Need to get to 500 by Tuesday night. 833-850-BABY. We're at WFIL.com. Live and local, it's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. That's pretty good. 
time for now. That's Pawnee. And Doug, that was really a great skill you have there. How long? It wasn't me. Yes, it was. Yes. Don't you try and put that on me. I was doing the mouth mouth noises. What noise? Saw those pretzels there. Thinking of sharing anytime soon? No, it's uh, something I don't do. Really? Yes. Unless I want to get rid of something. And okay. Then I'll share. Well. If you're not going to share your pretzels like a selfish uh, person, then I'm going to just do the puns. All right, pun, a, pun away. I'm going to share puns with you. You're going to share pretzels with me. Mm. Doug, what's the last part of your body that actually dies? The very last part to go. Uh, facial hair? I don't know. Your pupils, because they dilate. They dilate. Speaking of that, not to be morbid, but my cousin just got her first gray hair. She's very upset. She says she might die, even. Her hair. Yes. Cute. Thanks for correcting that. Doug, did you hear about the monk who enjoys skydiving, bungee jumping, and hang gliding? All three. He's an air fryer. He's in the air fryer? He's an air fryer. Oh. I just used our air fryer for the first time last week, the option on our toaster oven. And it, it really worked nicely. Really? Yeah. When my girls were home for the weekend, we made some uh, snacks on the air fryer, got them to where we needed them to be. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I quit my job, on another note, at Nike last week. She's busy. <laughs> this guy is the busiest guy on the planet. You know why I quit my job at Nike? I just couldn't do it anymore. You have got to be kidding. Because yeah, this was just do it, and I just couldn't do I it. I know, I know. Doug, a, re- a, a recommendation here. Um... Uh, don't ever argue with a dry grape. Wouldn't that be a raisin? <laughs> you won't be able to raisin with them. <laughs> Is that a short Tom Hanks? Yeah. That's yeah. good. The other one, it goes on for like nine years. <laughs> Doug, do you know what a trebuchet is? A chubby shed? A trebuchet. A trebuchet. It's a long shot. Um, <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, Tom whoa, Hanks again. He's back. Trebuchet, you know, it's a catapult with a long arm. And throw stuff. Oh, well, I think it's called a catapult with a long arm. Okay, so I went to the library last night, Doug, and I asked the librarian if she had any books on Pavlov's dog. She said it rang a bell, <laughs> but she couldn't find it for me. So. Pardon me if I laugh. <laughs> I That's thought, a pippin'. <laughs> I thought that we were going to get moose on that one. <laughs> what, Doug, what do you call an empty jar of cheese whiz? <sighs> an empty jar of cheese whiz. Cheese was. Thank you. You know, Doug, cowboys in the Old West used to hang lanterns on their saddles at night to help find their way home. It was an early form of satellite navigation. Thank you. Here's one for the um, the poetic, the English class type. Help me. I am trapped in a haiku factory. Save me before they... I have no idea. Haiku is five syllables, then seven, then five. Yeah, I know. So, help me. I am trapped. First line. Oh. In a haiku factory. Seven. Save me before they... It's five. And then the implication is... You like that one? It's good. (laughs) Speaking of English, in Shakespeare's time, Doug, English class was actually much easier than today. You know why? Why is that? Mostly because you didn't have to study Shakespeare. Yeah, I never did study Shakespeare. That's good. Even was, in the old days. No. That was one of the puns. You could do a... Oh. One of the, yeah, All right, let's get back on track here. I am very allergic to peanut butter. That's a shame. I love the taste of it. It's to die for. 
You like peanut butter? I love it. Crunchy or smooth? Those pretzels you're staring at? There's only one answer. Yeah, they have peanut butter in them. Mm-hmm. I know that. Crunchy or smooth? Crunchy? Or smooth. Oh, definitely butter. smooth. What? It tears the bread. Oh, that's ridiculous. Okay. All right, we're done. Uh, I'm... <laughs> Doug, I am... Uh, I'm a fan of a lot of things, but one thing I'm not a fan of, <laughs> I'm not a fan of mimes. Mimes? Mimes. They do unspeakable things. <laughs> That's a nice sound effect for my next one. I went walking last night just to clear my head, get some fresh air. Right. You already got to be ready, do you? I saw an apple pie, ice cream sundae, and lemon cheesecake. And that was it when I went on my walk. I thought... The streets are strangely deserted. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Or you're on LSD. Speaking of food, food, you know Gordon Ramsay, famous chef. I do. Chef, he went to Australia, and he made a lemon meringue pie there. And uh, the audience cheered when he made it, and he was really surprised. He says, that's strange. I thought Australians boomerang. Boomerang. Like the boomerang? No, I get it. I get it. Just a couple more to put us all out of our misery. Doug, why do cakes make more sense than pies? Why do cakes make more sense than pies? Correct. I don't know. Because pie is irrational. It's one of your math ones. Pie. That's why the dog's howling. The ratio of a circle circumference to its diameter, 3.1415, etc., etc., approximately 22 sevenths. Your eyes are glazing over like my mm. my bakery puns. Last one, Doug. I was at Ruby Tuesday the other day. Ooh. Yeah. I did their salad bar like you and I used to do. You sure do the salad bar. And I thought... Six, seven times. Every time you go back, it gets cheaper. <laughs> I, uh, I, when I went to the salad bar, I thought I heard an onion sing a Bee Gees song. Oh, boy. But then I realized it was just chive talking. Sure, you want to end on that? <laughs> I don't have any more. Quick, come up with something. Go. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. And that'll do it for now. That's funny. Go Eagles. Go Eagles. That's it. That that'll be a higher note to end our fine broadcast on. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.